0: The brutal attack and killing of a restaurant owner in August caused uproar in the tight knit community of Owen Sound, Ontario. Sharif Rahman was fatally attacked outside his restaurant, and without arrests in the case, the community is looking for answers. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10 3. Owen Sound Sun Times reporter Greg Cowan joins me to discuss the killing, what Rahman meant to the community, and how the city of Owen Sound responded. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about the show. So Greg, for those who may not be familiar with the city, tell me about Owen Sound.
1: All right, so Owen Sound is a beautiful spot, actually. It's, It's kind of on the base, well, it is right on the base of the Bruce Peninsula, which is popular for tourism, especially in the summer. It's got the Bruce Peninsula National Park right at the tip of it. It's, uh, it's a bit isolated, though, from what you'd call the, the major sort of metropolitan centres. It's two and a half hours away from Toronto. I think the joke is it's two, two hours away from anywhere. And there's no no big highways going to it. Like, you're going to be on two-lane roads for hours at a time to get to those centres. And in the winter, they'll even shut down the roads if there's bad weather. So you can get a feeling that it, you're a bit far away from family and friends that live in the, the bigger cities. uh, But on the other hand, it's also a regional hub, you know, there's Owen Sound's population is, I think, about 21,000. But the two counties that it kind of borders, Bruce and Gray County, have total populations of, I think it's 160,000. So it's in that realm, it's the town with the Walmart and the major junior hockey team and the big hospital. So it's, it's a hub as well for the area. So it's got this interesting mix of small, beautiful scenery, trail walks ski hill not long too far away but also uh for for the area it's the center it's the focal point i would say
0: so in spite of being a small town because it's a thriving regional center the community isn't immune to other challenges that other cities across canada small and large are facing like being able to afford a place to live or being able to afford the staples that are necessary for life and and issues like crime how have those issues affected Owen sound
1: right yeah i mean real estate is is relatively cheap but that's that's relative to the area so there's still people lots of people that can't afford to live and then that causes issues with security and crime and addiction is a big apparent problem I think that's the two things here especially with with this story when we started to talk about the downtown area of Owen Sound there's the reality and then there's the perception so you can look at the the crime stats. And I think Owen Sound hovers in sort of the 50s on that crime severity index. Statscan does. That's out of 320 odd communities across Canada. So fairly high, higher when you just break it down to Ontario. But then it's just the perception too the downtown area doesn't have the best reputation among people that live in Owen Sound and among people that travel to Owen Sound. There's clear issues with addiction, uh, mental health. There's reports of people being. Just randomly accosted in the middle of the day. Um, I think business owners have uh, in our store that we did a uh, Rob and myself. You know, just basically come out and said that people don't even want to park their cars downtown anymore. Sometimes to to get to their shops. So so yeah, it's definitely not been uh, the greatest for the, the the community over the last stretch stretch of years. And I'm sure that's the same in a lot of uh, smaller sort of centers where. Problems with addiction and homelessness seem to be on the rise.
0: And when it comes to violent crime though, I imagine compared to larger centers, um, it's less frequent. Um, you know, out in Alberta, we don't hear about as many homicides or or a lot of violent assaults in in the smaller communities. And and I imagine that's the same in in Owen Sound as well. I mean, leading up to this year, how many homicides were there the last couple of years in that city?
1: Great. So there was there was none in twenty twenty-two. Um, one in year before that and then five years before 2021 there is there is none in the city there have been some in the surrounding areas but it's definitely not a uh, an occurrence that it would have happened regularly or you'd hear about it on the news or even really think about it being possible if you're somebody that's that's living in the area mm-hmm.
0: however this year this summer in particular there was an uptick in in murders in Owen sound with with three in a short time span and i do want to focus on one of those, one that you and uh, a colleague of yours had had written about. Um, Tell me about Sharif Rahman.
1: Yeah. So Sharif was the third homicide in the city. There had been two prior to that, um, shooting in an apartment building and uh, a confinement in a sort of a, I guess you'd call it maybe a rooming house or a lot of, where there's a lot of uh, sort of transient population moving through. And those ones didn't really, I mean, it got a response, homicide, and, and no one's down. Obviously, uh, it's in the newspapers, on the radio station. People are talking about it. But there's charges laid in those two cases fairly quickly after the incidents. And, uh, you know, suspects known to police and, and all that. And then Sharif, he's a local business owner, heavily involved in the community. And uh, one night he's assaulted outside his restaurant. And a week later, he dies in. In London hospital, and I think that one was just oh, it was obviously just com- a complete shock uh, to the community. Um, I think in large part because of who who he was, you know. He was a recent immigrant. Well, he moved to Canada in twenty thirteen, grew up in Bangladesh. He studied economics, he had a master's degree, um, that he obtained in Scotland. And uh he was a popular restaurant owner, you know. He owned the the Curry House downtown, and the assault happened right outside of his restaurant, which is right, if you know Owen Sound, uh, it's kind of the downtown spot. It's people are walking around. There's there's uh, an activity there when the big events happen there. If you're doing a street sale or uh, the Santa Claus parade is going to go right by there this weekend. It's it's the heart of the city.
0: And when you say that he was involved in the community, I know I know in smaller centers, especially in a downtown area, restaurant owners can be seen as kind of beacons of the community in a sense. They're well known. They deal with a lot of people in the area. But did he have involvement in, in the Owen Sound community outside of his restaurant?
1: Yeah. So I didn't know Sharif, but from talking to people after uh, after he died... Uh, I don't get the sense that he was the type of person that would seek out attention or or join community boards, you know, to kind of get his name out there or to float around or to create connections. But, uh, but he definitely wanted to give back to his community. He, he joined the local YMCA board. He was a supporter of a program here that uh, helps new immigrants sort of land on their feet and get, get settled. He was active in fundraising campaigns for the Canadian Food Grains Bank. Like he was around, he was a a face that people would would recognize. Um, he liked to be involved. I think in talking to people, you know, to give back. He he made Owen Sound his home when he moved to Canada, and I think he was just trying to uh, to to give back to the community that he chose to to, to live in.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, you mentioned earlier he was attacked right outside his restaurant. What happened uh, the day he was attacked?
1: Right. So we don't know a lot about what happened uh, that day. It was um. August 17th, and so according to reports from police and uh, and what his brother was told, uh, who Rob, my colleague, spoke to uh, the day after the assault, three men had come in to eat at his restaurant. Um, there was some kind of dispute over the bill, or uh, Sharif had asked to uh, for the men to leave because they're closing up, something like that. Eventually, the men ended up outside, as did Sharif, and that's where the assault took place. And uh, he was injured bad enough to be taken to a hospital in London where he stayed on life support for a week. And he died uh, the August 24th, so a week after he was uh, pronounced dead. And then that's when the assault investigation turned into a uh, homicide investigation.
0: We'll be right back. What was the initial response from the community to the attack? I, I as you said, there was it was a week before he actually died from his injuries in the aftermath of that attack. what was the what was the reaction in Owen Sound and what was the response from from the community downtown?
1: right. So it was unbelievable. I mean, Owen sounds a I guess you might call it a if you're if you're used to living in bigger city centers, you'd probably call it sleepy, you know, you can go. Go to You don't have to worry about getting a reservation to a place like Shuri's Restaurant or Call Ahead or or you probably make some extra time if you go because you're going to run into somebody, you know, running errands. So I think to have somebody that a lot of people knew killed him that way uh, was just a complete shock. And not knowing what happened, I think, led people, because he was a Muslim in a a community that's uh, mostly white. Uh, led people to kind of maybe push back against preconceived notions that maybe this was a a racist attack and uh, make sure that you know if that thought was out there they would kind of push back against the idea that Owen Sound maybe as a community would accept something like that now it turns out it seems that that doesn't play a role in this Uh, that's what most people believe but you know there's people at the at the funeral procession saying an assault against him feels like an assault against all of us. And uh, the big thing, there was a GoFundMe campaign started by one of his, his friends, a local realtor for the family, because he leaves behind a uh, wife and young daughter. And that has since raised over a quarter of a million dollars. And fairly quickly, it was the campaign that was just kind of going, going like wildfire. There are people donating money from all walks of life Um, and along, alongside that too, there's a show of support in in terms of two candlelight visuals just through downtown Owen Sound, uh, one while he was still clinging to life and and one after he died uh, during the funeral, there's a, a drumming circle, cards, money being dropped off to the local, um, mosque, you know, things like that. Just people, people that didn't know him, people that didn't know him, people that just wanted to be a part of it, showing up to, uh. You know, support. I guess their community and and as well Sharif's family. So, a lot, a lot happened in that in that week and the days after.
0: Mm-hmm. And and while I, I know the community sees this as a tragedy, I I can't imagine how the 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 family sees the the loss of Sharif's life. What what was their response to this attack on him, and then their response to the reaction from the community?
1: Right. So I mean, gratitude. It, 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 Sharif's wife posted on the GoFundMe page. Before he passed away, uh, just expressing gratitude. I I think she had a quote in that post where she mentions uh, how tough it's been, but she she couldn't imagine how tough it would be without the community showing that much support. I think, um, yeah, just that. I mean, I can't imagine how difficult it is for the family. He also uh, has a brother in town or a nephew that worked at the restaurant. The restaurant's still closed, and there's a sign on the window. I was just walking by there the other day. That now says uh justice for Sharif and a few other notes. Uh right after the incident, there's flowers all over the entrance way at that restaurant. So yeah, I mean I can't imagine how difficult it is, but they do uh plan last I heard to, to reopen the curry house and they have another little cafe in the YMCA that uh his wife and daughter were seen at. So yeah, I think uh I can't really put into words how they would feel, but but I hope that the response the community showed is helping in some some small way.
0: And what about the police investigation itself? What have police said about the attack or the attackers? Do they have any leads? Have they have they put out any information to the public for as a call for tips?
1: Yeah, so there hasn't been a lot in recent days. Sort of right after the assault, the police um, released photos. They said there was three suspects, three men, and um, a vehicle that was connected. And so they released photos, grainy photos in downtown Owen Sound of two men sort of, it looked like they're jogging away from the scene, possibly uh, wearing t-shirts, uh, black shorts, and then uh, a vehicle that w- that they say is connected, driving. It's the images are, it's hard to really tell what the, the vehicle is, I'm sure. But other than that, um, they put a release out uh, maybe a couple weeks after that where they you know, basically said we're working on it, but we can't uh, disclose information. We asked for comment in regards to this story in the National Post. And, you know, it was didn't want to give up too many details with the investigation. So so other than the, the photos of the two suspects and the and the vehicle, that's kind of all people uh, have have to go on at, at this point and haven't had any updates recently um, which has been tough too. You know, that's been. I think that's caused some frustration in the community. People want want some sort of answers for for what happened and how this could happen. And and I guess people want to make sure it doesn't happen again because there's been conversations about community safety in the downtown area. There's been pressure. I know we'll put on uh, politicians to get cameras, better security cameras, and lighting downtown. And then. But downtown in you Owen Sounds, they're calling it the River District. The Cinnamon Cinnamon River runs right through there. And there's a committee that, I guess just is trying to make that place a more lively, vibrant, uh, business centered, fun place. And, and they're doing a good job, but obviously stories like this don't don't help.
0: Have politicians made any pledges to to do anything about safety concerns in the in the downtown area?
1: Well, there's been talk about you know putting more cameras and lighting. There's There's been discussions. I don't know about pledges. Um, I'm not sure in that regard if there's been any sort of concrete pledges to do anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, lastly, are are there any concerns that that this attack was racially motivated um, or any concerns about the safety of minority communities in Owen Sound in the wake of this attack?
1: Yeah. So uh, as part of the story, we spoke to the uh, mom of the the, Owen Sound Muslimist association, and uh, he didn't think it was racially motivated. Police, no, the mayor doesn't think it's racially motivated. it Doesn't seem like police think it's uh, racially motivated. But that said, you know, there have been other incidents in the the community um, when the imam took his post in Owen Sound a few, few short days after the the mosque was was egged, and uh, that turned out to be. A case of somebody just you know an angry young man but um maybe a bit i don't know, misinformed you would say politely but uh in response to that you know there was another outpouring of support there was actually uh people created sort of like a circle of holding hands and, and around the mosque when they went to prayer that night and so i don't know it's tough to say because in a lot of small rural areas there is sort of that undertone and i think that maybe was one of the reasons why after this happened there's questions about whether this was racially motivated but but I don't think you I don't think if you spoke to someone from Owen Sound they would necessarily say there's there's an issue I mean I don't know I guess that's that's tough to say unless you're a minority how they would feel and and in talking to the imam it doesn't seem like people like to live in this community there I I was told uh you know they, they chose it for a reason.
0: Okay. Well, you know, it's a definitely a, a community tragedy, but in fact, uh, an uplifting story in a way to see the community rally around this family. Greg, thanks for your time. All right, thank you. Ten Three is produced by Sean Knox. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest Greg Cowan. You can read the full feature about this crime at nationalpost.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening.